is Nicole Whitney, News for the Soul, life-changing talk radio from the uplifting to the unexplained. News for the Soul is now in its 25th year of broadcasting. Tune in live or visit the archives at newsforthesoul.com. That's newsforthesoul.com. Next on News for the Soul, light body healing with Dr. Lara. Dr. Lara is a functional medicine health coach, an advanced practice clinical pharmacist specialist, master intuitive healer and channel, and international teacher and speaker on a mission to empower you to take an active role in your healing journey to achieve holistic health mastery of the mind, body and spirit. Dr. Lara combines energy medicine with functional medicine to facilitate healing at the root level. Call in now to speak with Dr. Lara today. 646-595-4274 646-595-4274 Please welcome Dr. Lara back to News for the Soul. Hello beautiful light beings and welcome back to Light Body Healing. I'm so excited to have you here and I'm super excited to welcome Elena Chapman. She is a soul healer and nurturer, and she works her magic by wisely integrating the wisdom of various religions, spiritual modalities, and scientific research to bring clarity, ease, and flow along with greater understanding to all. She's on a quest to help everywhere, to people everywhere, to help them heal and connect to their soul's purpose and experience abundance while on this journey that we call human life. She works with clients around the world to help them learn to heal themselves so they can identify what they are really here to achieve in life from a space of compassion, non-judgment, and love. Welcome, Elena. I'm so happy to have you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I am very happy to be on. Fantastic. Well, I am excited to just dive right in. So let's just get started by... (laughs) Telling people a little bit more about your background and how you came to be this amazing soul healer and nurturer. Oh, my gosh. Well, I was at a point in my life where I first I just wanted to feel happy. I was unmarried and not very happy, and I found that I was missing what I had had before that I was always an unconscious competent, meaning that things would just appear in my life. I, you know, if I wanted an opportunity, it was there. Everything was so easy. And then when I got married and I got off the track of where I wanted to be, then everything went away. So really my journey was first to get back to just being happy and grateful and filled with wonder. And when I achieved that, then I started to want more. I knew that there was something more inside me. I knew that something had driven me to this point, and I started to wonder back, why was I an unconscious competent before? And so I had really good friends who were shamans and teachers, and, and I just decided to start to learn from them. And each one, each teacher that appeared into my life, whether it was a shaman or some spiritual person, or even someone who was a mindset person. It didn't matter. They had a lesson for me. And when I learned it, it would open up a chakra. And for instance, like the first chakra is, you know, 
It's the one where you are who you are, how you present yourself, how you see yourself in the world, and how you see your world. So it's the foundation Mm of everything, right? So that would be cleared out. I'd be questioning who I am and start to discover it's much more and I'm not who I think I am on this earth. So each chakra was opening up. And, yeah, I have to say there's a lot of healing, but it's not that daunting horrible dark time of the soul healing it is um it's done in a way that the healing is almost miraculous to you and as i Mm -hmm. went up i got more clarity of the soul then i started to hear the soul and i remember the first time i was in the car and i said are you there soul and i heard of course i am elena (laughs) (laughs) and it was so I thought, I have got to live more this way. And so I just kept going, and I kept opening myself up every morning. I still do it. I say, good morning, soul. How are you? And I hear the answer, and it opens the door for the day. And so what happened when the more I did this and the more I allowed myself to open up to my soul is the ego or the critical mind of the ego started to diminish. Um, You know, it's so loud usually. You know, that doubt, that fear, that criticalness. Ah, And now it was, well, gosh, to tell you the truth, I I really don't hear it very often, if at all. And I think, see, it's just, it's a new muscle that's being developed to listen Mm -hmm. to your soul versus listening to the critical mind, which we've been taught to listen to. And your your soul just, and it's clearing out the garbage that keeps you from hearing that wonderful small voice inside. It's always there. And that's why I help people connect to that soul wisdom, because it's always there inside you. You just have a lot of noise. (laughs) Right? From hearing it. Yeah, it's a lot of noise. <laughs> and it, and wow. it us in our healing of our past, it, it um, you know, and it hurts us in healing uh, the spirit, you know. Mm-hmm. And when the spirit is sick, then everything goes awry. So mm-hmm. it's time. I think now is time more than ever for us to start to connect, to do the work. Well, it's not even work. I really didn't find it to be work. I really didn't. I found it more as a discovery. And yeah. um, the, it's time to do a discovery. And the more we do the discovery, the more we will gain that soul wisdom. And then we'll see everything from a higher perspective. And you just look at everything and just know that the world and its craziness right now is perfect in its imperfection. You start to understand mm-hmm. things at a different level. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I, the way I like to do my interviews is so I like to circle back when I, when I, there's things that uh, stand out to me when, so I love that you, you brought up the unconscious competent that I have not heard that term before, but it makes so much sense to me now because we are all powerful creator beings in a body. And before we really, wake up so to or become aware or more conscious however you want to say it some of us really are like like you said like you had opportunities things would fall into place for you and or then it would like sort of like 
spiral the other direction. Yeah. Um, and so, and then the other thing that you said that I really liked is that daunting, healing doesn't have to be daunting. And then you said, of course, the discovery versus the work concept. And I love this too, because this is what I found is that before I actually started on this journey of discovery, let's not even use the word work anymore. <laughs> I also <laughs> felt that daunting feeling like, oh, this is going to be hard or it's going to be like re-traumatizing or maybe an emotional upheaval, whatever it is. And I think that keeps a lot of people sort of hesitant to start taking the steps on their journey of healing and awakening and evolving back to mm-hmm. our higher selves, right? And so I just exactly. want to like tell everyone out there, you know, shout it to the hilltops is that healing is like a journey of lightening up and that it is a true discovery and it's all about our perspective. And if we are willing to shift our perspective and see things from a different light, literally, then we don't necessarily have to repeat those low vibing human patterns that exist, you know, in this. 3D world. We really can live from a place of like 5D awakening and alignment and awareness and consciousness. You know, you bring up really good points. And and about, you know, it's very much your perception. It's just like if you had a a um a sickness in the body. If you had a problem with the body, if you go about it in a way, if you take your medicine or whatever it is that you have to take, but then you go about it that this is, I'm going to learn how to heal. I'm going to heal this. And if you go about it in that way, that you find it heals faster. You find that your own strength starts to, to develop. Your own gifts start to develop in that process. That's the same exact way it goes when you start to um, diminish that critical mind and open up to the soul. You work through the chakras to clear out all the garbage. I mean, yeah, if you want to take the shortcut and you want to just diminish that, those um, old beliefs and hear the soul, it's harder, believe it or not, because the subconscious mind is a very strong little muscle, and we have given mm-hmm. it so much power. <laughs> so you're, you don't, you, you're still going to have that stuff, you're going to have everything come up because you haven't healed it. When you're healing through the chakras, you're actually healing that subconscious mind. And it automatically changes your perception. So, yes, you can go to someone and just hear your soul. They'll tap you in. They call it tapping into your intuition. But then all of a sudden you'll start, it gets, well, because we're smart. We're smart. And, what will, and so is our ego. And so is our critical mind. And what happens, it says, oh, so she really likes to hear it that way, huh? And it'll start talking in that smaller voice, but because it is your mind, <laughs> but it'll have an edge mm-hmm. on it. And you won't know because you're still laden with all your stuff, all your garbage from your past, all the things you never healed from, all the labels people gave you, all the things you think you are. You know, the expectations, the obligations, the guilt, the shame, it's all there. So you have mm-hmm. to go through it. But, but my gosh, you're right. When you go through it and you start to, you just start to open. I found it miraculous. And I learned 
through this healing process, how in, what an incredible kid I was, you know, how much mm-hmm. I did. And you start to see yourself in a different light. And it's so funny because your memory will now start to remember really good things instead of the bad. Everything changes. Everything. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, one of my uh, clients and I were just talking before um, I got on to the show today about the concept of aging and how oh. so many of us, I mean the majority <laughs> of all of us yeah. across the planet, right, we've just bought into this yeah. or we've uh, maybe like a mass consciously agreed up until a certain point that this is what aging looks like and this is what it looks like at this age and that age and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But really oh, – so and then we're surprised when our bodies start to, you know, either put on weight or start to sort of, you know, quote unquote, fall apart over the years. But they're do- our body is doing that because this is what we've been telling it is supposed to happen. And what I think yeah. more and more people are yeah. now starting to realize is that that's not true. We can create our bodies, our thoughts, our reality from every moment of every day and when we do that, our body will start to change. So this is part of, and, you know, I'm, I know you're fully aware of this too, but this is how we heal and we actually get younger with age just because we've decided, we have set an intention. We are telling our body and our mind different things. And so then, you know, because our body is all energy and we're energetic beings, so it can literally rearrange itself to fit the new thoughts, the new intentions, the new trajectory. And, yes. wow, what a, what a powerful concept that I think is just becoming more and more um, accepted now in this wonderful day it and is. age of awakening. It is. And it is the power of our thoughts because our thoughts then cause our behaviors. And so we start eating healthier. We start doing things to make ourselves healthier. We start to meditate. We start to see ourselves surrounded by love. So it, it all begins with that belief, and, and it's changing the belief. It's so funny. My mom, my mom always believed that the women in our family died in their 70s. Isn't that funny? And mm-hmm. so lo and behold, when she reached 76, all of a sudden she got sick, and she died at the same age as her mother. Mm-hmm. We don't understand the power. We don't. We have. You're using your powerful belief system, no matter what. Even if you don't know it, you're using it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But isn't it wiser to learn how to use it in the correct way and to tap into something higher than yourself and to stay on track and feel that greatness every day, that calmness, that courage, that authenticity that you can live by and just be happy with that and start creating the things you want to create than going around creating disasters. <laughs> and really, right. that. it is that choice. Disasters in our body, disasters in our life. Yeah. It's really, and it's a fundamental, funny little belief. If we believe life is hard, guess what? It's going to be. If we believe that we're, um, what, let, let me think of, oh, if we believe that we are a conquer, a survivor, then guess what? You are going to get 
something all the time that you have to survive. Isn't that funny mm-hmm. how that works? Yeah. Yeah. Very powerful. Yeah. The, Very the, powerful. the thought that I've been working on clearing and changing just within the last two weeks is this concept of I can't change my body. You know, and I think a lot of us can relate to this, is that over time we're told, oh, well, you know, this is just your body shape or your body size or how it functions, you know, in exercise or competitive sports or whatever it is. You know, we're told all these things over time. And, again, when we're unconscious, we don't realize that we're taking that in and unconsciously agreeing, even if it doesn't feel like it, is an alignment. We don't know that yet, right? Because we're still unconscious. And then mm-hmm. hopefully something happens that allows us or encourages us to choose to wake up, to become conscious, to become deliberate. And then we're like, oh, well, just because I've been told this and I've even told this to myself all these years, does that really make it true? And I think that's really where the magic happens because then we get to be like, oh, wow, no, I, this doesn't have to be real for me anymore. Yeah. And we get to choose a is, new way of being. It's a, a new way of being. And just to back that all up for you, do you realize, you know, I found, I've done studying and I was fortunate when I was in, I used to be in music and I taught in almost, almost every religion and modality. So one of the things I did learn, and that religion itself has gotten very dogma-filled, but the essence, the early essence of each, and that's what I draw upon a lot to confirm. In the Kabbalah, and I'm not Jewish, but I did teach in a a Jewish faith. In the Kabbalah, there's actually the belief that we form by our thoughts and our beliefs that we form our facial features and our body. And they will even tell you different things about your body that show different parts of the inside of you. Now, isn't that fascinating? Now, that goes back how far? Oh, God, you know? And here we are thinking, we're thinking, we're just discovering it all over again. I really that's so true. I I can totally relate. I am just a couple courses shy of having a minor in philosophy from my undergraduate work. And people Wonderful. sort of look at me funny. They're like, "Well, you're a trained scientist, but you also have this, you know, religious and philosophy studies." And I just look at them like these these old ancient religions were really the basis of our science and then yeah. what became our medicine. We've gotten far away from it. But if you look at physics, yeah. metaphysics, quantum physics, all of that really is science just catching up to what we knew spiritually and energetically thousands and thousands of years ago. So, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love know. It, love it. Isn't it something? It really is. It is time for us. And I do mm-hmm. think, you know, the, we, we also have so many psychic abilities we don't even realize. When you live by your soul, those, when you start to open up to your soul – you're living in your higher self. And when you do that, your psychic abilities start to open, such as healing, such as um, seeing life, you know, seeing the higher picture, seeing life forward, all the other fun things that people want to play with and be. But really, it's that, that powerful healing thyself 
and understanding the full picture, I think are two of the most important for our life here on our journey on this wonderful planet. And um, Mm -hmm. we just, we need to, we need to get back to the way we're supposed to be. And our lives do bring us, everything about our life is to bring us to that point. I think now is the time for people to start to awaken. I think it's important for people to start to awaken and to start living by their higher self. It would make life so much better for everyone, I think, including them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So since we're going in this direction, so what, what are your suggestions or what is your process for living more soulfully and for, you know, once, once we've opened the, you know, the door to live more soulfully, then, um, you know, enhancing those intuitive and spiritual gifts. Like, is there a process that in general you like to lead people through or, you know, yeah, what is your there approach? Is, but, you know, you can start, you can start tapping into your soul. Um, it, it does take a little bit of meditating, seeing yourself. I usually, I do a lot of work through journeying. I do some guided journeys that seem to, for some reason, spirit seems to enter into that and just help people profoundly in them, and um, which is wonderful. I'm glad I'm given that gift. But the, the thing is, when you can hear your soul, you can, if you just listen for that very soft voice that's all filled with love and wisdom, that is the part of you. It is part of you. But the thing is, now it's time to take the responsibility and do the healing work to work through things. And, yes, I do. I work through the chakras to help people to get rid of what they don't need. And it do, it's not hard, and it doesn't take long. It really doesn't take long. I think it would take maybe, oh, once a week, and it's just six weeks, and that's it. And you are living by your soul. And you start to hear, and you start making decisions from your soul. Why do you want to do that? I don't know. It makes life a lot better. You're calm. You have an incredible sense. You don't have the worry, doubt, and fear. Very rarely. You never have that. Because you know, you know that you are totally guided. You don't worry about the outcome so much at all. And you don't always feel that heavy pressure to want to be accepted. You don't worry about what other people think. Why would I worry? Isn't that silly? They have their own problems. So Mm -hmm. you start to change in your whole perception that. And it also affords you. It's really interesting. Um, It it helps in your personal life. You would not. Okay, I have a middle son. And can I tell a short story really quick? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay. So my middle son was never one who loved school. <laughs> he just didn't. <laughs> and we had tried different schools and everything. And I was driving at two schools at that time, one for the two boys and then another school because he was trying another school. And so this is in the crowning hour of 6.45 in the morning, which is so not my time. And I am <laughs> driving my kids to school. Yeah, I'm not a morning person. And he says, you know, Mom, I don't want to go to school anymore. And that with the early morning, I mean, if any time I feel like I could just let the ego take over 
and years of collegiate everything and and histories of collegiate everything in my family, let alone my own life, I really could have just unloaded the whole family of collegiate mess and, <laughs> and why you needed to go to school and why you need to go to college and, and you're going to be the only one in our whole history of our family and la, 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 and on and on. I could unleash that. But I heard my soul and it said, listen. And so that's all it said, just listen. And so I pulled the car over and I said, okay, tell me what's going on. And he turned to me and there was such pain in his eye. And something was going on at that school. And he said, I just really do not want to go. And I said, okay, listen, hon. And all of a sudden, the, the, everything changed. And I said, you go to school this morning. By noon today, I'll have another way for us to do this. And I'll get it set up, and I will call the school, and we'll, we'll get you withdrawn. And so I wouldn't have done that. Now, what did this give me? Well, it gave me a kid who wasn't going to high school anymore. Yes. But he was studying online. But it did this. All of a sudden, that child who is, what, almost 17, has now has this incredible trust in his mom. He has this feeling that he can come to his mom with anything because he knows that she is going to listen. The lessons that that one little five minutes by being led by my soul instead of by my subconscious experiences and the critical mind gave me a lifetime of a different course, a better course with my kids. So, yeah, it helps you to be authentic. It helps you to have calmness. But really what it does, it gives you the wisdom, the wisdom above everything else that, creates a whole different world for you by how you respond to everything. Because you're, you're, you're coming from wisdom. Age-old, worldly wisdom. Yeah. Right. There's an element of a calm confidence. I think oh my a God, lot of us, totally. when we're moving through life in, in the unconscious state, we are, you know, confused. We're fearful. We're, you know, just moving through things because we're told that's what we're supposed to do or should do or, you know, all those things. But yeah, once those days we're, too. <laughs> yeah, but once we're awakened to our soul and our higher self, then you're just able to know, you know, that, that calm you hear knowing. It. Yeah. yeah, you hear it. And it doesn't take much because you're already in tune. So when you hear listen, it's enough to stop and listen instead of going full ahead and you're bravo, you know, being a bravo kind of person. And and you don't you don't want to clutter your life anymore. You don't want to be busy to be busy. You know that those days are gone. And you don't you don't want to be that ping pong ball hitting one thing, going to another crisis, to another crisis, to another crisis, to another. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing what we put ourselves through, isn't it? 
<laughs> it really is. <laughs> and how and we just think go, it's get so fine. used to it. And yeah, exactly. We think, oh, yeah, this is how life is supposed to be. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't yeah. have to be. That's the key. <laughs> yeah. And then we wonder why we get adrenal fatigue. And we wonder why we're starting to get inflammatory diseases. And we wonder why, because our diet has gone to crap because we're, we're being a ping pong ball all over that billboard or whatever that game and hitting each target. We're not, we're not centered. Yeah, it really is. Our life and our lives are so funny. We really don't have to live that way. And, and I know I hear the comment, but Elena, I'm busy. <laughs> well, so am I. But not like that, you know, not like that. And, and I know that everything's going to, there's two ways to do things. There's a calm, steady progression way, or there's the chaotic craziness. I'm going to add 50 million more things that I need to this, in that day. So it, it, and when you do that, you can't hear your soul because you're in your head. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you're not, you're not present. You're not treating the moments as sacred as you do when you have your soul. And, and those precious moments that are incredible sacredness and the signals and the way the universe wants to talk to you all the time. You don't see that. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And when you bring up the word busy, and it, it's like, okay, yes, are, you, you might be busy, but are you productive? And what does that look like in relationship exactly. to the goals that you have for yourself, whether it's, you know, a fitness goal or a career goal or maybe, you know, you're writing a book or maybe you want to grow a business, whatever it is, how does that, you know, factor in to, it's so funny, especially in the United States and the Western world, how that word busy is like worn like a badge of honor. Like, oh, look I at know. me and how busy I am. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I know. When, especially moms, when your kids are in school, you really do. You, you, it's who is the busiest. And it's so silly. <laughs> That's right? not good for us. No, most of us are not happy being busy. <laughs> we no. are happy when we feel uh, like we're accomplishing the things that are meaningful to us. And that's what I mean by productive. And so, you know, like, so how much of your life is spent, you know, really moving through those things that mean something to you, not, again, like not, not running around like a crazy person for your kid or for your, you know, mate or for your job, or maybe you're torn between multiple jobs. Um, You know what that does, too, because you are – being so-called busy and you're bouncing all over the place and because you're not centered within yourself and you're not grounded, what happens is you become more susceptible to what others think of you and the opinions of others and, and taking the advice of others over your own and because you don't have time to think. And when you do mm-hmm. think, you're thinking in spurts. You're not totally really taking it in and saying, is this what I want or is this where I should go or is this where, where I want to be? You're just, we, we become victims to the circumstance and we, re, we soon lose ourselves, you know, because we're following what we're now in the worldly world of being mm-hmm. accepted, of doing things that other people think we're good at. 
you know? And is it really making our hearts sing? Is it really, is it really creating the kind of parent we want to be? Is it be, being the kind of person we want to be? It all depends, mm-hmm. you know? It depends what you want. Personally, I never go a day without doing a, a form of meditation at least once or twice a day. Um, I never, I always think before I speak. I, I love to have a good time. People say I'm fun. I'm not always like this sedentary rock. I'm never that, actually. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I love to enjoy life. Yeah, I'm not like a monk on a hill, you know. I live my life. But mm-hmm. I'm centered. And if I'm driving in the car, yes, I'm looking up at the clouds. You know, I'm always present in every moment. Yeah, it is a good way to be. It really is. I think, um, I think people worry too much. You just, I'm worried. I don't, well, you're the doctor. Worry causes so much stress on our body. Yeah, it really does. Stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're finding out more and more how that's causing sickness, you know, and inflammatory diseases in us. So it's time for a change. And it's fun to play with uh, all the new things that you start to find that you're able to do, you know. You might find mm-hmm. you have a gift in healing. You might find that you're an empath. And instead of using it as um, uh, a weakness where you feel like, you can't walk into a room, you learn through your soul how to use that incredible gift to help other people and to feel a room and then have the power in within yourself to change that vibration of that room. Isn't that cool? Isn't that a handy little thing to know? You know? Mm-hmm. It, it, doesn't, mm-hmm. it never stops. It never stops. You can go on and on and on learning. We are incredible beings. We just don't know it. It's time to know, you know? Really? Is. Yes. And, and it all comes down to choosing, to making the choice. So every year for the last few years, I've been picking a word as, like, my theme for the year. And this word, it was choose. So one of the things that I really like to do with my clients, too, is have them deliberately for a week write down all the things that they think that they have to do. So like they have to go to work or they have to go to the grocery store so that they eat or, you know, all the things. And then once they have those lists and I encourage them to make the list every day for a week, then I also encourage them to, okay, now look at this and actually change that word to have to to choose. You are choosing to go to work. You are choosing to take your kids to school. You are choosing, you know, to feel this emotion. You're, or you're choosing to have this thought. And once we shift that, then, like you said, we, it's, it's just everything is different. And yeah. we get to say, yeah. oh, well, there's an alternative, isn't there? There's almost always an alternative out there. Yeah, you're breaking a big, giant mindset in that, you know, because with a job and we live like, well, we used to. I think it's changing a little bit, but we live like our parents. And so, yep, you graduate, you get the job, but now 
the poor kids who are graduating now, there are no jobs. <laughs> or there's not, you know, it, it's harder to get the jobs that you want. But anyway, but they do have, you, we do feel like we are fitting into the same roles as our parents. And so we put that have to before everything we do. But no, it is. It's a total choice. I always, I'm always amazed when I watch the, the kids who uh, dress up a, a van or a car and they just go off and travel. I mean, that sounds so incredible, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To just live and change everything about life. You know, you're not getting that nine-to-five job now. Now you're, you might work in the town that you're at for a little while, but then you're back on the road again. You have your family. You have everything right with you. And you're just traveling, seeing the wonders of the world. Interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I, I live in a ski town. I live around the Lake Tahoe area. And so I have several friends that would are self-professed ski bums. And essentially what that means is that they might have a job, maybe two, but nothing's permanent. They have everything that they need. They, some of them are doing the van life. Some of them have are have apartments or are renting rooms, but they they make a conscious choice to live this life, and everything falls into place, and they are provided for with their own resources that they pull in around them, so that it enables them to ski as many days of the year as they want. And uh, you know, sometimes they go down to South America, and during our summer, South America's winter they ski and work down there. And so I think that's a really good example. And then also, you know, with the pandemic, a lot of families sold their house and did the van life thing. Like you said, and they're traveling around the yeah. country and they're seeing all these amazing things. And yeah. how liberating that we're finally waking up and saying, I don't need a nine to five to put food on the table to, you know, <laughs> feel or be supported that there are a million ways that we can all sustain ourselves in a healthy and happy way that doesn't have to be what was once thought of as the quote-unquote the way, the only way, the right way. (laughs) Ah, The white picket fence way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and and you, you know what it does and what you started with that exercise and these people who have just started to do the skiing and what it does is it opens their own creativity and possibility of maybe what they want to do in the future. Or if they want to change their mind, they feel free to do it. And they want to suddenly go surfing instead of skiing, or they want to travel the world, or they want to write a book, or they want to write a screenplay, or they, you know, the endless possibilities that will happen when we, or you might even find something in science. I mean, we just don't know. You have to remove the have-tos. You have to remove what you think are your expectations of how you're supposed to fit into this world. And when you do that, it's like, oh, my gosh, I can really do and be anything as long as I really want it. And that's Mm -hmm. it. And, I mean, what a way to live, right? Oh, yeah. Powerful. Yeah. It's very powerful. And and happy people make a happy world. Yes. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Happy people make a happy, happy, less sickness, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting that just to, we'll talk about the chaos of the planet just for a little bit. Sure. And, but I mean, and we can talk about COVID or, you know, the conflict that's happening in Ukraine or, you know, all the different ways that, that um, contrast is coming up so around the world. Oh, it's okay. Yes. That's my dog. <laughs> and <laughs> I have one uh, right next to me and my other one's in the other room, but, you know, sometimes uh, they, they like yeah. to be known as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think the power in this conflict is that, again, it allows us to be introduced to contrast so that we can make choices that are more empowered and more awakened and more conscious and in alignment with the light. And so, you know, we, this planet, this realm is a, is one of, of a dichotomy of, of polar, right? There's, you know, dark and light, there's good and evil. And we, I'm a believer that yeah, and that we chose to incarnate in this planet at this time to experience definitely because did. there's yeah. a multitude of other dimensions where everything is love and everything is light, and you right. know we're souls, right. and I'm I think that we've all had incarnations on all of those different realms and planes also, but yep. the power is that mm-hmm. as we become aware and awakened then we can choose to bring that light here and help really like transmute and transform that darkness or that, that low yeah. vibing pattern. And, exactly. you know, wow, what an amazing thing. You know, I don't, yeah, that's my really. No, you are so on the nose and it really, we did choose to be here. Everybody who's here and look at all the people who left and they said, no way, we don't, we're not dealing with this. And a lot of people did leave. And, but the yeah. people who have stayed, we're here for a reason. And that's, that's a real thing. We are here for a reason. I think with everything that's going on, we live in the most incredible time of a life in general. We are living in the really a big time of possibility. We are living in a renewal time, folks. And when we look at, and like I said, it's perception. Sure, you can get upset with everything, but it's just like if you read the tarot cards. The tower, you can think of as death, or you can think of it as rebirth. And if you see, if you start just looking at this time as being a time of true possibility, everything we know has been torn apart in this world. Mm-hmm. So what are we left with? We can begin. We can start. We can start creating. Now, right now, we have the old systems trying to grab hold, but we have newness everywhere. It's like crocuses are coming up after a winter. And I was, you know, the thing is, we don't understand how we just have to change mass consciousness. And do you know it only takes 13% to change mass consciousness. And if Ooh, you change mass consciousness, yeah, and if you change 
mass consciousness, then all of a sudden you're going to have people saying, oh my gosh, it's all about truly compassion and looking at the higher picture. We're not going to stand for injustice anymore. We're not going to stand for people being trying to take over other people. We're not going to stand for any of this kind of nonsense. And we're going to start developing governments and communities with a new, higher perspective. It's really that. And really, I've been asking the clients I have, and, and I've been saying on my radio show, all it takes to change mass consciousness. It's really so simple. <laughs> it's so simple. You're, gonna, you're not going to believe it. Just <laughs> every morning, try to do a meditation where you see love coming in on you. Just see the beautiful universe. Just ask. All you have to do is knock, right? So knock, Mm -hmm. ask. And I feel that loving light. Feel it come down on you. And then when you've had enough of that, then, and it fills your heart, and then say, I make the intention today to walk forward with compassion. That's all. And then walk forward in compassion. That's all you Mm -hmm. have to do. If you get 13% of the population doing that, it changes the whole world. Isn't that something? It really, yeah, yes. I am in total agreement. And I didn't realize that, and, you know, when we think about that number of 13, like, wow, wow, that's such an approachable number. It's not like 70% or 90%, like only 13. It's only 13. (laughs) And we've got and we've got less than that, really, because the peace we uh, in in Indonesia, the the peace army or whatever they they really are people who they're doing it. There are peoples all over the world that the Tibetan monks are doing it. So we're almost there. We just all have to get on board. Excellent. Well, and I can say too, from a, a personal perspective, that. I do meditate daily, and one of the things that I have really made my intention and my focus is just to be a being in a channel of love and light and compassion and non-judgment. Beautiful. And Beautiful. that's my goal. And You're it's on so your way. interesting. <laughs> yeah, and like, but going through my day after the meditation is done and you're going along through your day, you'll be presented, or at least I am, <laughs> I'm sure we all are, presented okay. with little interactions or situations where yeah. you might yeah. have in the past, like, completely devolved into judgment or meltdown yeah. or freak, you know, whatever it is. But when you start your day with an intention and a meditation and bringing in that energy and just asking to be the channel, <clears throat> excuse me, of love and light then when it, those things come up, there is a pause. At least for me, there is. There's a pause. Yeah, and it's yeah. like that little reminder of, oh, remember what you said? You wanted to be compassionate and non-judgmental. So just because right. this person is not acting in a way that you would like, what could be going on with them that would, you know, have them be in this emotional state or, you know, like, oh. And then that's where the understand maybe not true full understanding but at least compassion and so that oh i think it gives you a good understanding yeah yeah but it it gives you an opportunity personally 
because oh gosh, I think nothing part of personally. Yeah, I know. But when you're in unconscious, you don't know that. And you take, I've, no. you know, I see this with, <laughs> with friends and family that are still living in that, you know, that unconscious competent state that you mentioned earlier is they will take like little interactions like that with perfect strangers so personally. And it's yeah, like, it has do. nothing to do with you. <laughs> it's their stuff. It's not you, you know? So I, I like that no. too, is that this, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 go ahead. You like that too? Oh, I was just going to say that it really opens us up to like so many levels of awareness of not only just for ourselves personally, but how we interact with the world and that how when someone comes to us or we interact with someone that's having an obvious bad day, that we actually have the power to maybe help them have a better day by not mirroring their emotions back to them that we we can show them love and compassion and that might be just enough to get them back into a higher state of being which then you have just done a wonderful job of raising another person into the 13 percent to change the world and that's exactly how it works isn't that cool but you know for people who don't really get that the you know a lot of people are not awake and really when you're not a you're really not it's so funny to me. I, I've always found this so funny that when we start working on ourselves and we start doing the the discovery of getting through all the garbage and, and the you know, learning about ourselves and finding out how absolutely fabulous we are as souls and people and energy on this earth, we are always thought of as, oh, it's all about you, right? But the people mm-hmm. who do not do this work, they they buzz around in a little bubble. And if you doubt that, if you're in a populated area, just watch. Just sit back and watch. And watch how people are like, they don't even see what's around them. They are in a bubble of so much judgment and have to do, obligation, expectation of of um, anger, quick to judge, quick to judge themselves, and always thinking in the future or being plagued by the past. And it's a bubble that eats at them. And just watch, and you'll see it. Nobody, nobody steps out of that bubble to really understand you. Nobody can because they're being they're in a bubble and what happens is that when they come to you and they judge you they're actually just remember they're judging themselves 300 times more mm-hmm. and if they're quick to say no to you that's because they are so stuck in their bubble of limitation and when you start to see that my gosh you'll think it is time for me to wake up it's time for me to do some of this discovery work and get rid of this and live by my soul. And when you live by your soul and you live by your higher self, then you are awake to all this. And what you're doing is you're giving because it's all about giving. It's service, mm-hmm. you know? Totally. Yep, you're outside absolutely. the bubble now. You're outside mm-hmm. that bubble. It's really interesting, isn't it? But yet that thought of, as selfish. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? 
Oh, my gosh. It, it is a funny world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because really, I mean, we're all here to, we all have a, a, our purpose work, our service work, at, you know, and that's really just be the light. Be the be light the that you are. Be your yeah. unique light in this world. You're an incredible being. You are. Yeah. You are the light. You know? You really are. Yes. And just shine it. Shine it. That's what we can do. The best way. Yes. Yeah, I really like yes. I really enjoy talking to you. You have such clarity. Well, I appreciate you being here. I can't even, it's hard to say thank you enough. Uh, tell us about your book. You have a new book out. Oh, gosh, I do. It's called Hello Soul. <laughs> and <laughs> surprise, surprise, folks. No, it's called Hello Soul. And it's really funny because what I did was I wrote it in a way, well, I wrote my journey. And at the end, I give you, if you're interested, you will, I gave you ways that you could try to start on your own journey after every chapter. But I thought, you know, people are so sick of being told what to do. But if you could see, okay, here goes Elena. She's on her journey. <laughs> and, oh, she didn't do so well at that. And that one, okay, fine. You know, you will laugh. You will, you'll see me trip on a rock or two. You'll see all that. And you know what? It's okay. Nobody is perfect. And maybe, just maybe, me tripping on that rock while I was going through my study or, or having trouble accepting something of myself or maybe whatever it is, maybe it'll just open the door to thinking for someone else thinking, you know what, I can do it. I can try this too. And that's what that book's really for. And if people want to learn more about me, we're revamping my website, but I'll tell you what, just join me on YouTube. We're doing lots of things on that, and everything is being, like, changed. I'm so excited. We're going through our own change in my little company. And um, so check me out on Elena Chapman on, on YouTube. And also the book is on Amazon if you're interested. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. And I also know that you're on Instagram because I tagged you in a post yesterday. Oh, so. yeah. And I spread it around. <laughs> yes. I'm on Instagram, yeah. TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn. I'm on Spotify. We have Magical Moments, which you are going to be a guest on my Magical Moments. Yes. I love yes, that. Yes. And that is FM, AM radio. And also it's on Spotify and all the other wonderful. So take Magical Moments is an incredible little show. And um, it's number one in, in, in the Midwest, and, which is, just blows my mind. And now with it being on a podcast, it's just taking off. So, And I'm so happy to have you as a guest. How fun. I know. I'm so excited. Uh, so, yeah, so, everyone, I will be on Elena's show. I think it's May 4th. So I think not, it is. Not too far away. Yes. Not and far at all. again, it's called Magical Moments. So definitely uh, maybe go ahead and check out some of her episodes over on Spotify to get familiar with it. And is there anything else? that you want to bring forward before we wrap up or anything else you want to promote. We are all about the shameless self-promotion here too. So it's all good. <laughs> you can check out. The, the website needs to be revamped. It's called soulmanifesto.com. Uh, soul manifesto. Manifesto. Uh, you know, it's all one word. We put it all together, .com. 
And then what we have there, we have programs. I have retreats. You can see the classes I teach. I have a journey of healing, which is really fun. Like I said, that's about six weeks. That really starts the first M to get to your soul. Um, and I do retreats and I do soul retrievals and I do really fun stuff too. So check that out. Check out the blog. Check out, I've got so much stuff. Like I said, the YouTube. But I guess, you know, the most important thing to understand and to really what I'd like to leave everybody is that spirit is all about love and love is spirit. It's really that simple. And the more we clean out the garbage, and the, what we think is real and what we think is important and what we think who we are, when we start to just open with a freeness, then, oh, my gosh, you have just created an incredible pathway for spirit to fill you with all the goodness you are. Isn't that cool? So if you remember that, you'll always be on this journey. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I think that's the perfect place to end. Thank you, Elena, so much. It was such a pleasure having you on the show today. I'm looking forward to being on your show in a couple of weeks. And again, everyone out there, definitely go check out Elena's YouTube page and her website and her book on Amazon. And, you know, we look forward to seeing you all back here in a couple of weeks both here and on the Magical Moment Show. So thank you all so much. Have a good day. Bye. Bye -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show.